Hi, this is Sarah Anthony from The Letter Black, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Tooth and Nail recording artist, the letter Black, lead singer Sarah Anthony. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Wow, it's great. Um, you were kind of, as I put on uh, our news the other day, one of the best kept secrets of Western PA. Um, <laughs> I was going through uh, MySpace, actually, and I ran across this band, and I'm looking at thousands of visitors, and then I realize you've got a major recording contract. You're on tour nationwide. Um, so uh, I wanted to get in touch with you guys uh, immediately and find out who is the letter black, where did you come from, how did how did this band from, of all places, Uniontown, PA, get to the point where you're touring the West Coast and really coast to coast. So um, can you just tell us a little bit about how the letter black came to be? I, I know you had gone by another name at one point. Yeah, you know, we started out, we actually all met in um, church, and we started out all being on the praise and worship team, and we started to write songs on our own, and when we started to write our own songs and not just do cover songs, um, we started getting heavier and heavier, and we just kept pushing at it. We booked our own um, shows. We would cold call and, you know, (laughs) play super crappy shows, and you know, we we uh, fronted money for our own recording. We did a CD by ourselves. We did a music video by ourselves. You know, we just took the initiative and didn't wait for anybody to help us out. We just kind of <laughs> went, went and did it ourselves and uh, just kept working at it and never gave up. And somehow, here we are. Now, would, would you consider the band uh, kind of Christian metal yeah. rock? Well, yeah. We're all Christians in the band, and our the message and the point of the band is um, definitely the Christian message. You know, we're sharing sharing our relationship and how um, we all had come from different backgrounds and everything, and how um, God really helped us through our situations in life. And we're trying to kind of give hope to people who might be going through the same things. Excellent, and it's kind of, uh, uh, to me, it was refreshing to hear, because I, I have to admit, I, I fall into the stereotype that when I hear praise and worship, I think of two things. I think of either Striper, which I was a fan of <laughs> in their day, and I think of Michael W. Smith, whose music is like nails on chalkboard. So I, I actually, I watched your video, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they sing about what I think they're singing about, and I, I actually emailed your manager. She said, yeah, that's, that's it, and I'm like, wow, I'm how bent am I? But, uh, yeah. You know, to find a band, uh, you don't 
sound like what I would expect to come out of a praise and worship band. Uh, yeah, exactly. Of, yeah. Did you do a lot of shows in the Pittsburgh area before uh, getting on? No, actually, we haven't done. We don't do usually do a lot of shows around the um, where we are, where we're from in Uniontown. We usually don't do any shows around Uniontown or Pittsburgh or anything like that. I don't know why, but I think the scene is I don't know more country and I don't know. We usually just don't do shows around there. The draw isn't that much and stuff. So, are you know. still living in the area? I mean, is this still yeah. where? When yeah, yeah, we're still in Uniontown. Yeah, we still live in Uniontown, and uh, another guy lives in Hopwood. So, yeah, we're still there. We won't. We everybody's trying to get us to move to Nashville or somewhere more central in the United States so that it's easier to do one-offs. But we. We like Pennsylvania, <laughs> and all our family is there and everything, so we don't want to move. Yeah, that's important. Now, you you started with the um You said you were kind of doing self-promotion, going in and doing uh, recording on your own. Did you record locally, or did you go? No, we recorded with Travis Wyrick, who has done... Um, like Disciple and Pillar and a bunch of other cool Christian bands, and also he's done 10 years... And um, he has a list of, of bands. He's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. So we recorded with him. Did you just send him a tape and were lucky, or did you? Yeah. Well, Mark, my Mark, um, he sent them. A, I think he hotmailed him or something like that. He sent him an email or on MySpace. I can't remember which one, but he got in contact with him and made him aware of the band. And so I think he checked us out on our MySpace and um, was interested and thought we had potential. So he <laughs> kind of took us under his wing and totally, totally revived us and pointed us and pushed us in the right direction. That's, I think sometimes the use of a good producer is almost as important as an instrument. You know, somebody oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you're a new band, there's a lot of things that you don't, really understand about the industry and how things work and what people want and what people don't want and things that you think are awesome and cool that are really, really actually horrible. And So it's good to have someone who's actually been in the industry and knows what they're doing and has had success. And, you know, it's good for someone to get someone like that to have advice from, you know. Sure. Now, did he put together your kind of your demo? Is that true? And then you kind of got signed on to Tooth and Nail after that? Well, here's what it was. We recorded a full-length album with him on our own before we signed to Tooth & Nail. We were called Breaking the Silence, and the CD was called Stand. When we signed to Tooth & Nail, we had to change the name because there was another another band called Break the Silence, which is way too close to Breaking the Silence. And even though they had broken up in 2004... Um, they still own the catalog and other legal, technical stuff like that. So we ended up changing the name to the letter black. But we carry out on the name um, for the EP that we did that's out right now. And the EP is called Breaking the Silence so that people can relate the two names together so that you know we didn't totally lose that name and all the fans that associated us with that name. Right. That was actually very smart. I looked at that. I'm like, well, that was clever because you managed to keep the name of the band there. For people who yeah. recognize you, but you're not infringing on yeah. copyright. Now, when you when you signed the deal with Tooth and Nail, did they just kind of assign Toby Wright, or or how did you get the attention? Of we the were looking at a bunch of different 
Yeah, we were looking at a bunch of different producers, um, but Toby Wright obviously has a very big list of very big bands. <laughs> and um, what was that? Oh, so that was yeah, that was what caught my attention. Wow, his yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of big bands, and so when we figured that he had done all those bands, and um, we got in contact with him and figured out that he was within the price range, we uh, we jumped on it. You know, because he has he has very very successful bands that he's done before, so we were surprised that we could afford him. And so as soon as we figured that out, we just jumped on it. Now, how intimidating is that in day one when you walk into the studio? I mean, are you? Yeah, <laughs> it's a little intimidating. <laughs> yeah, um, we were especially Mark. He was really nervous to play guitars and everything because think about all the legendary guitar players he's you know worked yeah. with and stuff. And so when we went in there, it was definitely nerve-wracking the first day, actually the first week, you know, just until we got to know him and how he worked and everything, because we had never met him before, and here we were going to spend two months with him. So the first week was, you know, it was good, but everyone kind of was feeling each other out and seeing how everybody worked and everything. So it was interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, he's once we got to know him and everything, he's just a normal guy, you know. He's just another person. Was the, did you have all the songs written before you went into the studio? Yeah. Yeah, we had about 30 songs that we took into the studio and slimmed it down. We recorded 15, and um, we came out. We did. We have this EP out now, and um, we have the full length coming out in February, I think. Okay, great. Um, was the album recorded in Nashville, or was that... No, we actually recorded it in Knox, or not in Knoxville, in um, Seattle, because Tooth and Nail has a studio up there. So we uh, we were just flew Toby in from LA up to Seattle. Yeah, yeah there's got to be some stick. You've got a guy who produced Alice in Chains in their hometown. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you. I mean, that's incredible. Um, then the video for Hanging by a Thread, did you guys kind of do that first before you went out on the road? Was just kind of get the album done, make the video right away? Or? Yeah, yep. As soon as we got out of the studio, it was um, almost July by the time we got out of the studio. And all of July, we, um, we did new photo shoots and all that stuff. And um, we did the music video in the beginning of August. And the tour started that we're on right now um, in September. Okay, you've been on the road for quite a long time. The video yeah. came out really great. I mean, that's uh, about as good as you could expect to get out of a band. That's, that's a wonderful well, and we actually, we shot it in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're, that's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, on the um, south side. That's really cool. Now, you're on tour now with Skillet? Is that correct? Yes, yep. Skillet, Hawk Nelson, Decipher Down, and Us. Okay, and you're going... I mean, I just looked at what you have left in the tour today. Um, <laughs> almost entirely. Yeah, we're just halfway through. Yeah, it was a 50-city tour. Wow. So it goes from, um, it went from September 24th, and it goes through the first week in December. Okay, so you'll be home for the holidays. Now, did you, was that a kind of a label package tour? Like, are they all tooth and nail artists? Or? No, no, um... It's several different labels. Well, actually, it's two. It's Tooth and Nail. Us and Hawk Nelson are on Tooth and Nail, and Skillet and Decipher Down are on I and O. 
Um, it had nothing to do with the labels, really, to, um, that hooked us up together. It just kind of, tours Tours are different. Um, each tour is set up differently with who, who, what bands go on and who picks who. And I don't know. <laughs> Everything is different. There's no set rhyme or reason to setting up tours, just what bands would fit best on the bill and um, who, you know, Skillet had their... Um, their booking agent come and check us out, and we actually signed to the same booking agency as them. And so when when he came to check us out, he thought that we would be a perfect fit for the skillet tour. So that's kind of how how we got thrown on there. I mean, just from reading through on your MySpace, it seems like you're getting a lot of people who post the day after your show saying, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, yeah, we get a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people enjoy it. We put on a wild show, so I think that's what they like. You know, we go absolutely crazy on stage. We're all about the entertainment. When you watch the video, this is not what not not what I would stereotype as praise and worship. Wow, guys, you know, you look like corn out there going at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're definitely not praise and worship anymore. We started out that way, but now we're just rocking. Now, is this is the letter black kind of? full-time job for the four of you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It has been for um, since last year. You know, none of us have any other jobs. This is our full source of income. We're doing this nonstop, you know. Um, before we got signed to Tooth & Nail, we still were kind of working part-time here and there. But since we got signed, it's just nonstop. We're busy and total focus on the band and absolutely no other jobs. It's our only source of income, and it's awesome. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, you know, everybody's dream, you know. When you yeah, that, yeah. Put that guitar, that mic, and you, you know, you throw yourself off to some bar, play on a Friday night, and, wow, now you guys are playing, you know, a couple thousand seats a night, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, last night there was over 3,000 people. It was jam-packed, sold out. Now, how, just kind of a question I should have asked earlier, but, when you first started touring, I mean, did you, before Skillet, how big of shows were you playing? I mean, before Skillet? Um, if we would go yeah. out and, if we if we went out on our own, we might draw a couple hundred people, but there's still a lot of people who don't know about us. That's why we thought it would be a fantastic opportunity to go out with Skillet, because they have such a good following, and so many people know them and would come to see their shows. So we've gotten a lot of um, a lot of recognition being on this tour. It's definitely helping build our fan base because we are still relatively new in the industry and in the in the market and everything. So yeah, it's definitely helping us get our name out there for sure. I mean that's kind of I think what everybody hopes the opening act can accomplish. You know, you go out mm-hmm. there, similar but not a carbon copy. There's a fan base that you know is going to be essentially enjoy your music and play it. What was that like, you know, the first time you went out in front of 3,000 people? You know, you, I mean, you guys have kind of worked your rear ends off even before that. I mean, was that still, I mean, 3,000 people, that kind of make you a little weak in the knees? Well, you know what? We've had experience with big crowds before. Um, we've played big Christian festivals, and there's thousands of people there. And we've, we've last year we went to Germany and played a uh, Christian festival over there. 
called Christmas Rocks Night, and there's thousands and thousands of people over there. So we've had experience with large crowds. Um, the first couple times we had large crowds, yeah, it's a little intimidating. But at this point, I've done it so many times that it's it's normal now. You know, it's at first I was very very nervous. I'd always get really shaky, and um, but now it's just you know just another show. They kind of wear off after the first couple chords. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know what? Even when I used to get nervous before. I went on stage. As soon as you step into the public view, for some reason, all nerves are just gone, and you just have a blast. At least that's what it was in my case. You know, I just I was nervous backstage until we kicked off, and then as soon as I stepped foot in front of people, it was like, it's on. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely no more nerves, and it's just fun. That's great. Um, how can people get in touch with the band, or what um, you know, online is? You have a website. You know, we have MySpace. We have a Facebook page. You can pretty much just Google the letter black, and all the different things will come up that you can check out. Currently, your EP is available. Is it available through the website? I know it's on iTunes. Yeah, it's on iTunes. Um, I believe it's for sale on our MySpace. I'm not positive, but I believe it is. We're selling it at all our shows, and it's in select best buys around the country. So... Yeah, you can find it kind of, kind of around. Wonderful. Okay, well, I really appreciate you taking time, um, calling me from the West Coast there, and taking the time to be on the show. Um, we will certainly let people know when the when the al- the full length album comes out. And if you guys happen to get a show in the area, I know you're playing in Cleveland, uh, close to Christmas. Um, but if you do happen to make it into Pennsylvania, certainly let us know and we'll do everything we can. Yeah, we're. And it's we've talked about pos- the possibility of doing a home show sometime in December, but that's still up in the air. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, Sarah. Well, I thank you very much for your time and coming on the show. No, oh, thank you for having me. I don't care about you. I don't care about you anymore. Keep on giving me the reason to keep it